Now, another Astros podcast. Number 19, Colin Moran. The rain has stopped here in Baltimore. It's raining for about an inning and a half. It's now Colin Moran will stand in. Tying run at second. Go ahead, run at first. O'Day delivers. And that's a swing and a foul. And that got Moran in the face. And he's shaken up. Just below the eye, hopefully. Yeah, he's bleeding, too. Scott Barringer, the assistant athletic trainer, out to take a look. And, yeah, you can see a cut open up on the left cheek of of Moran below that eye. Fouled that ball, hit off his face. Oh, you hate to see that. Now Moran's going to get carted off the field. Really unfortunate. And you just hope it's nothing too serious for Moran and that he's able to return in, in short order. A tough scene. I mean, it's tough and such a, a good kid, Colin Moran. A very intelligent prospect for this Astros organization. Just hope for the best for his well-being. So he's going to be carted off the field. That cart will exit the ballpark out in the right field corner. That's 4-3 to three Orioles here in the top of the sixth inning. Two outs. Gaddis at second is a tying run. Beltron at first represents the go-ahead run for the Astros. Marwin Gonzalez is going to bat for Colin Moran and inherit an 0-1 count. Here's the ninth pitch of the at-bat. And that's drilled down the right field line. And that ball is hooking. And that ball is gone! Onto Utah Street. A go-ahead three-run home run for Marwin Gonzalez. And the Astros take the lead. It's 6-4. to four. Boy, that was all-star worthy for Marwin Gonzalez. A deep shot into the night. Deep to right field. The Astros with a three-run homer to shock this Baltimore crowd. And welcome back to Baltimore. Astros getting set to take on the Orioles. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks, pleased to be joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno as we are every Sunday. And the big moment in last night's game, Jeff, the three-run home run by Marwin Gonzalez that put the Astros ahead for good in the sixth inning. But it was preceded by a pretty scary moment with Colin Moran fouling a ball off his face. Gonzalez wanted to pinch hitting for him uh, after he had to come out of the ball game. And a real serious situation and hopefully uh, uh, winds up not being any long-term effects for Moran. Yeah, it, it was really unfortunate. I don't know what's going on with these Fresno hitters coming up here. Mm. Teoscar had an issue his first game. But, you know, Collins having such a great season and had a great game the other day. And we were really looking forward to really watching him over the next six weeks while Correa's out. But, unfortunately, he's probably going to miss at least that amount of time. He does have a, a fracture in two different spots, and we're not sure what's going to happen, but it's probably going to require surgery. But the good news is that we've had a couple players with the same type of injury before. They come back. They come back 100%. So Collins uh, got a bright future in front of him, and we expect him hopefully come back towards the end of this year. But if not, certainly be 100% ready for next year. And obviously Collins is going to miss some time, so you guys have plenty of guys to choose from when you go down to Fresno. A lot of players having big years, including Tyler White, who you called up today. 69 RBIs for Tyler. It's been incredible. He's been a hitting machine down there. And even last night when I called down and asked them if uh, you know to get, get Tyler White up here, they asked if he could continue to play the game, and he had a couple more knocks. So, <laughs> um, you know, that team has been great, and Tyler White's been a big part of it. He's, you know, right-handed hitter. We haven't done that well against lefty starters, so I think he's going to get some starts against lefty starters and see how he does. And, you know, he could work himself into a postseason spot as well for us. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what he has. He obviously got off to a great start last year. And, and this year has been hitting the cover off the ball down in AAA. 
You also got bad injury news on uh, Tuesday, putting Carlos Correa on the disabled list, uh, having the left thumb surgery, and uh, obviously a really significant loss, as you mentioned, probably out six to eight weeks. But uh, it's not just the, the time. It's also just the impact he has, not just in the lineup, but in the, in the clubhouse as well. He was having a most valuable player type of season, and anytime you have that on a first-place team and, and you lose a guy, it's, it's obviously a big blow. The good news is he will be back in time for the end of the season, and he'll be able to participate in whatever postseason activity we have. And we're going to need him because he's, he's a guy that's been carrying this team. I will also say the silver lining is that this organization has so much depth that we're able to withstand this a lot more than another organization might. And we ought to you know, bring up Colin. Marwin and Bregman can play. We've got White now. We've got other guys down there. So we'll survive, and the other guys are just going to have to pick up the slack. Jeff, we saw the line with Dallas Keuchel making his uh, most recent rehab start last night, five innings, giving up just the one run, and it looked like he threw a lot of strikes. What can you tell us about the velocity and and maybe how he feels today? Yeah, he touched 90 in the first inning, which is a good sign because even in spring training early on, he was more like mid to high 80s. So the velo's there. He looked sharp. He felt good. He felt good after the game. I haven't heard the reports from today yet, but I'm sure – He's, he's, he'll be here, and, and he's going to work out with the team this week. And if he feels good, there's probably no reason to, to send him out for another one. So he may be rejoining our rotation as soon as this weekend. Once again, Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno in Baltimore and uh, got a, a almost a historic performance at Corpus Christi on Wednesday from Alex Winkleman. He took a no-hitter into the ninth, got to two outs in the ninth inning, and, and wound up losing that no-hitter. And, you know, Winkleman started off pitching very well down at Bowie's Creek and uh, had been struggling a little bit at Corpus Christi before that game. 21st-round pick of the Astros back in 2015, but a, a great performance by him. It really was, and I know that Rodney was struggling because he was already at 100 pitches, and what do you do there? But we, we give our managers a little bit of wiggle room, and if it's a special occasion like that, you know, he can go ahead and finish the game. But, you know, he threw a ton of sliders. That's really been his bread and butter. He's got a good uh, fastball, but his slider is really an out pitch. And, and he threw a bunch of them in that game, and it was he got a lot of swing and misses. And so a lot of times we see these players have success in high A, go to double A, and maybe struggle a little bit. We've seen it with a lot of our guys. Uh, but then they sort of hit their stride. So hopefully this is the beginning of a lot of good outings for him. Jeff, it looks like Tony Kemp's hitting his stride. He just uh, got a 24-game hitting streak snapped. He's been playing so well, hitting about 330 in AAA this year. T- tell me if I'm crazy. Is the comp on-, on Tony Kemp, is it crazy to think that he could have the type of career that Nori Aoki has had? I think he can. He's going to be a high-contact guy, a guy that can play. I mean, he might be able to do a few extra things because he can play some more positions. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited. AJ and I were just talking about him this morning because when we talk about ros- rosters expanding in September and – potentially who the 24th and 25th men are in a five-game or seven-game series in the playoffs. You want that guy that's versatile, that can get you a pinch hit and can pinch run. And, you know, Kemp's probably going to be putting himself in position for consideration there. And, you know, speaking of Tony Kemp, part of that Fresno lineup, that Fresno team that's just been on fire of late, they've won 11 to their last 12. They've been playing uh, incredible baseball for the last month and a half. Now in a tie for first in, in their division with Reno, it's been pretty impressive what Tony Francesco and that group has been able to do over the last month and a half. No question, especially since they lost Martez and Paulino and some of the horses that they had early on. I've never worried about the offense down there. I knew they were going to hit a ton of home runs, and I think they have hit – 
more home runs than any team in baseball except the Houston Astros. That's right. Uh, but the pitching worried me a little bit at the beginning of the year. We had a lot of journeymen there and guys just sort of filling in, but it's really come around. They got Dean Deets up there now. They got other guys that are pitching well, and and now that the pitching's holding up their end of the bargain, uh, you know the hitters continue to produce, and I don't see that team being stopped. I think they got a good chance to win their win you know win their their division. Jeff, with the trade de- deadline just a week away now, we start to look at guys coming back off the DL with Keuchel and McHugh. And you've got some guys pitching really well. We've seen fires, and we've talked a lot about Peacock. Does that change your your trade deadline strategy at all when you see so many guys coming back and pitching well? It's a good thing that this is happening, and it does change it in one respect. We were thinking maybe we'd have to go out and get a depth starter, a fourth, fifth starter guy to help us get through the season. Um, that's no longer the case. If anything, we're going to have to be putting guys in the bullpen. It doesn't change the fact that we look at this team, how we're constructed for the playoffs and and what we might need. And if there's somebody out there that can help us in that sort of situation, we're still going to pursue it. When you're talking about a need in the playoffs, are you thinking a a one, two or three starter or are you talking about in the bullpen? It's really either one. And and we're considering both and and really looking hard, hard at what's out there and you know, we'll, we'll make a determination. I think the market still has a long way to go. We've still got eight or nine days left, and there'll be some activity, and, and hopefully we'll be involved in it. Astros General Manager Jeff Luno, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.